Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 76 of Be With Me. We are in the book of Acts, and we're learning about the very important and significant church in Antioch. That's in uh, on the northeast corner of the Mediterranean Sea in what is southern Turkey, um, central uh, southern Turkey, uh, currently today. And uh, the reason that this city has become important is because there was some renegade Jewish uh, foreign preachers of the gospel that had the temerity to preach the gospel not just to Jews, which is the way it was done for maybe 10 years or so of early Christian uh, in the early Christian church, but they had the temerity to preach to the Gentiles. Uh, and we don't know exactly why they started, if the Lord told them to do that, or it just seemed like the Holy Spirit was leading them. But it was such a radical act that the Jerusalem church, which is the church that was kind of in charge at the time, at least for the first 10 years of Christianity, sent an emissary by the name of Barnabas, who we like because he's uh, his name's Joe and he sold a field and gave generously and was such an encourager and lived a life of testimony that they said, well, we trust him, let him go check it out. So he goes 450 miles up the road to uh, Antioch and he uh, says similar words. Peter said when he found that the that the Gentiles were coming into the kingdom, he said, "Who was I to stand in God's way?" And Barnabas kind of says the same thing because he sees the grace of God. He was glad, and he exhorted him to not only to to not to stop, but he said to keep going, stay, remain faithful, stay on purpose. All right, so. Uh, Let me read from Acts chapter 11, verse 23. When he came and saw the grace of God, this is Barnabas uh, up in Antioch, he was glad and exhorted them to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. For he, Barnabas, was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, and a great many people were added to the Lord. And then here's the story for today. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. So back to Antioch, 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 Antioch. For a whole year, they met with the church and taught a great many people. And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. If you are called a Christian today, that's because of Antioch. Verse 27. Now in these days, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. And one of them, named Agabus, stood up and foretold by the Spirit that there would be a great famine over all the world. This took place in the days of Claudius. So the disciples in Antioch determined everyone according to his ability to send relief to the brothers living in Judea. And they did so, sending it to the elders by the hand of Barnabas and Saul. So, interesting that the preliminary activity to the first missionary journey, which is going to come up here in the book of Acts, is to go find a missionary, which is what Barnabas does by going to Tarsus to find Saul. Now, what's Saul doing in uh, Tarsus? Just a general timeline uh, is uh, right after Jesus was resurrected, Saul began to persecute the church. 
uh, when he was in Damascus or on the road to Damascus, Jesus appeared to him. He goes blind. Uh, he becomes a believer. Uh, scales fall from his eyes. And then he goes to Arabia, which is the name for the uh, Roman province east of the Mediterranean Sea. And he goes there and he hones his uh, discipleship, if you will, by the Lord. And then returns to uh, Jerusalem, and the Jerusalem leaders send him to Tarsus. So a 14-year period of time happens between his conversion and him coming back to Jerusalem. So when Jesus says to Saul, on the road to Damascus, I'm going to send you to the Gentiles, apparently he didn't do it um, in the timing that we would maybe say. It certainly took a lot longer. So why did Barnabas go to Tarsus to look for Saul? It doesn't really say. Uh, number one, he was in the neighborhood. Uh, number two, uh, he knew him from Jerusalem. He was the one that introduced uh, Barnab or Barnabas, introduced Saul to the Jerusalem leaders because they were they were afraid of him. And maybe it was just to look up an old friend, or or uh, certainly it was the Holy Spirit's activity. Now remember that Antioch is this is they describe themselves currently today. It's on Wikipedia. Is the city famous since forever? Why is Antioch famous? Well, because of what is happening here in the Bible, uh, is it's becoming the center of uh, of Christianity. In fact, it was the first Christians are called there. They used to be called the Way, and now this is a decade or or eventually 14 years after Jesus was resurrected, and now they're called uh, uh, Christians. Okay, I want to say one thing about giving. When they gave this, the, the uh, famine is going to happen in Jerusalem, and they gave, each according to his ability. Now, here's what I have to say, is giving is not optional in the church. It's never been optional in the church. It's happened from the Old Testament. Rich and poor have been giving temple taxes, etc., and thanksgiving uh, uh, tributes to the Lord. We all owe God and everything. If you have a little, you owe the Lord everything. If you have a lot, you owe the Lord everything. He's Lord of all, whether of a little or of a lot. And everybody gives. Giving is never if you are able. Now, giving is how you are able, but is giving is never if you are able. And this is demonstrated here in verse 29, that the disciples determined everyone according to his ability. Who gives? Everyone. And how much do they give? How do they give? According to your ability. But the number of people that give is 100%. That's the, that's the uh, uh, point from the giving. We're going to follow... Uh, Paul tomorrow, Saul, as he joins up with Barnabas and starts this missionary journey, and we're going to go to the book of Galatians. Thanks for listening. Thanks for learning about giving today.